Welcome, everyone, to the Canadian perspective. That's right. Woo. What's up? What's up, homies? We're in the process of getting a shit to film this podcast. And We're buying shit it, to film. Yeah, and post it to YouTube and see how that goes. That's right, but we haven't got it yet. We're still going to buy it online. No, we, we bought some posters, I will say. We got the Jake Daddy poster. That's right. Jake Daddy. Hot as fuck. Uh, we got uh, JP as uh, as Jesus. Jordan Peterson. That's right. <laughs> we'll have a set, some somewhat of a set, hopefully. Uh, we'll, we'll try to throw something together that doesn't we'll look too cringy. We'll throw something together that doesn't look too cringy. It'll be cringe as, as <laughs> oh, hell. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. I, I'm going to love it. But anyways, you'll Low see that when it comes out. So anyways, so we got a bunch of stories for you guys now. We're going to be talking about Colombia. Colombia having massive protests. Uh, lots of action between the protesters and the police. And we're going to be covering... The CIA released one, another one of those. Another cringe like, video. Yeah. Another millennial outreach video. We got Trudeau and a bunch of other countries are being sort of... Major countries, first world countries are denying third world countries vaccines. Basically, basically. yeah, denying them... Well, it's through intellectual property, right? intellectual denying property. the lifting of intellectual property rights which would allow them to create their own vaccines in-house yeah so they're not allowed to do that so they can't like can't do that because i guess they might be at sued they'll get sued like majorly get in major trouble for that which is ridiculous because it literally is going to save lives but like right pfizer doesn't give a fuck right. they don't they give a about, fuck they never cared about saving lives they only care about profit yeah Anyways, so there's that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Talk about some weird stuff going on in Colorado. I don't even know. Listen, listen. There's some black separatists in Colorado uh, LARPing. Right Doing now. some weird stuff, man. They're LARPing, and it's 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 bad. It, it gives the left a bad name. It does. And also, we're going to talk about a little bit about payday loans. That's it. Yeah, we'll inform you about some payday loan shit. So. That's it. That's all stories. It's going to be a slow one today, boys. Let's see. I don't know. Actually, no, the first story is uh, Colombia's protest, um, basically. That started, Colombia. Started in, uh, on April 28th, I believe. That's right. And it's and ongoing. It, and it has been ripping through Colombia oh, yeah, for it, 10 days. 29 dead, 900 injured. It's the talk of the town, or at least it should be. Streamers are getting harassed to talk about this topic <laughs> in particular. Yeah. So that, what's going on now? In Colombia, now, as you know, we like to cover stories in South America because if you know the history of what happened in South America, think of it like the Eastern Bloc, but for the United States, basically during the Cold War and how they supported these horrible dictatorships that were basically fascists. No, they were fascists like Pinochet and shit. Right. Authoritarian capitalistic dictatorships that committed genocide in some countries guatemala in particular and um brutally repressed repressed people disappeared people tortured them people who were uh leftists that you know they committed uh politicide on uh leftists in particular on a wide scale yeah uh specifically and all of this was directly involved uh by the cia yeah well uh, america claimed like that was the red scare right they wanted to uh, fight uh, communism at all costs. This right. was part of it. But they just propped up fascist dictators. Right. And they didn't actually 
they weren't actually afraid of the communists taking over those areas. No. They just wanted to allow the United Fruit Company and all of its their private companies to be able to exploit those areas. Anyways, so yeah, so we sort of have a have an interest in South America because we know the history of it. Uh, so we've covered other areas like Peru, Guatemala, this current day stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is going on? Chile, this protest there. So anyways. Bolivia. Now we go to, that's right, Bolivia. Bolivia as well. Talked about Brazil a little bit. Yep. Before. Vuvuzela. Venezuela. Same thing. <laughs> I said that on purpose that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I mean, like, they don't know that, though. And now we go... They probably assume it's another weird-ass country down there. <laughs> <laughs> right next door. Now we go to Colombia. They were the next in line, I guess, for some sort of unrest. And on uh, April 28th, yes, massive protests over two specific laws. So the right-wing president, Ivan Duque's, Duque's, introduced these two different laws. One of them was a tax hike to pay for a universal basic income program that they introduced uh, because of COVID. Yeah, so it's a universal basic income thing. I guess to just keep... Just for COVID. Make people stay home. Yeah. And then they still get an income, right? So they, the reason for the tax increase was apparently due to that. Now, unfortunately, that led to, or would lead to, uh, an increase in food, the price of food, and of course, taxes across just the whole middle class. Yeah, and, I think I think it was a sales tax, right? Oh, was it? I think so. I'm not 100% sure. But that's like that's part of the problem with sales tax, right? Is uh-huh. uh, It's not a tax on the wealthy. It's a tax on the poor. Because mm-hmm. the wealthy can afford it and it doesn't affect them. And they don't really buy things that uh, would contribute to that mm-hmm. too much. Uh, but uh, you put taxes on everything. So whenever you buy something, you have to pay a tax on it. It just makes living expenses way more expensive. Like that's here in right. Manitoba, it's thirteen percent, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're poor and you can't pay thirteen percent more on items, that's right. Then you're kind of fucked over. Apparently, this tax would raise six point seven billion dollars to pay off the country's debt. Makes sense. <laughs> that's what taxes do. <laughs> right, and apparently there are three million low-income people who are on this basic income scheme. I think it's means-tested because I think there's more. There's definitely more people than three million. Living in Colombia. Yeah, it might be similar to the Serb. Yeah. So that's not universal. No. So anyways, that was one of them. The other one was a privatization scheme. They're going to privatize the Colombian healthcare system. That's probably the bigger issue. That's the bigger issue. That's the much bigger issue. Right. And like media, Western media is leading with this whole tax thing. It's like, what about the massive systemic change for the worst for profit that would occur to the Colombian people. They have to sell off the healthcare system to uh, the capitalists, the ultra wealthy. Right. And then trust them with uh, helping the poor. Which get healthcare. Of course, sunk, sunk that's bullshit. So yeah, that would, that would dramatically change the way the current healthcare system works in Colombia. And right now they have a pandemic. Yeah. So doing that, not exactly a good idea. I mean, I think a similar thing would happen if they tried to take away Canada's healthcare system right now. Try what? to privatize it right now. What, everybody would freak out and go to the streets? Yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> I would I assume so. Know. I feel like people would. They're literally trying to ban protesting in Manitoba. Yeah, that's not going past, though. There was like one protest yeah, of 200 people. That's not going, that's not going past, though. Because that's not, that's not, that's no, I know. human rights. Well, that's Canada. against our Bill of Rights and Freedoms, but yeah. 
So you can't do that. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. Or yeah, it'll get tied up in the courts. Yeah, that's so for sure. It's it's not going to happen. But the fact that they brought it up is the real issue there. That's the yes. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So following this, of course, this pissed everybody off, right? Uh, so immediately after this, there was massive public unrest, right? There mm-hmm. was strikes put together by uh, all the unions, national strikes. And thousands of people showed up, in particular on May Day, uh, which also May 1st, that also had possibly the largest turnout, like tens of thousands of people we're talking about. Yeah, the videos are insane. There's a lot of people in those. There's a lot of bodies Mm -hmm. in those streets. Um, So, yeah. So, following this, I think on May 2nd, the president canceled this proposal for the tax proposal. I'm not sure about the privatization bill, although I'm sure that one got... Suspended as well. Mm -hmm. And then also the Minister of Finance stepped down. Uh, Now, a majority of these protests have been peaceful, obviously, as usual. Some of them, of course, due to police escalation, but also, you know, the protesters maybe just want to fuck some shit up. Or sorry, they just want to destroy some stuff. Yeah, because they're mad. Right? Because obviously these people have some grievances that haven't been attended to. And then they're lashing out in anger at... uh, their voice not being heard for so long. Yeah. And so, for example, about 60% of the public transit network in the city of Cali was destroyed during which, this protest. Okay. Which is, I don't understand what the point of that was. Okay, I, I like, I, I believe in the protests and the principles behind the protest itself. Right. But, uh... Stop hitting you, yourself. Yeah. You're hitting yourself. It's like you got a baseball bat and you're blindly swinging and you hit yourself in the knee. Like, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> like, get some help. Don't, don't, don't set fire to the things that help you and help the, like, general population. Right. Set fire to the things that hurt the people in power. Right. Right? So, they've also targeted a bunch of police stations. That, that would be something that hurts the power. Right. Right? So, that makes sense. Don't hurt yourself. So, yeah, if you guys aren't sure, like, this protest and civil unrest follows largely the same pattern that happened in Oregon. It Portland. largely follows the same pattern that happened in Portland, Oregon, where people had the protests yep. alongside the rest of the George Floyd protests, but then they evolved from the George Floyd issue to police brutality because they were met, especially with uh, brutality yeah. from the police. And so it turned into a much longer anti-police brutality protest. And that's the exact same thing that happened here. They turned out for these two bills and eventually they were repealed. But the real reason they're still going strong is because of the severe draconian response from the yeah. Colombian police. That's the main reason. Uh, 29 people dead. This is That's official numbers from the ombudsman, ombudsman's office of the attorney general. And that's a report that came out Thursday. And that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. 900 issued? That's ridiculous. Not to mention 145 cases of alleged disappearances. Very Now, 55, they found them. 55, they found the people. Nine 90, people. not found. So the thing with disappearances is uh, a disappearance can be anything from someone that is was in a violent altercation or something. And they're hiding at like a friend's house or they're hiding at the moment. They didn't go home and people are worried about them. So they report them. Right. Right. They're disappeared. No one knows what happened to them. They're not dead on the streets or something. Or the police could have literally kidnapped them. Yeah. And the thing is, police have a history of kidnapping people 
in these areas, <laughs> in these countries. In South America. Yeah. Like because, it, uh, it was happening in, um, where was it happening? Guatemala. It was Guatemala. happening in El Salvador. It was happening on Honduras. It was happening in Chile. It was happening in, um, uh, it was happening in Brazil. Yep. It was happening in Argentina. This was wide scale. And the reason why it was so wide scale was the CIA had lots of connections with these dictatorships. In many of the cases, uh, they were directly in contact and orchestrated the overthrow of the former governments that yeah. were democratically elected and had leftists in control. They were directly responsible or had a hand in the planning of it. And so they taught and trained the security forces of these nations and had people who were from the U.S. military even go into government positions in these places. Yep. Um, yeah, they trained them and their death squads to kidnap people called disappearing people and how to torture them in a specific way and dispose of their bodies or inflict terror on the general population through this sort of uh, shock treatment. CIA, where we will later watch a video on how they like gay people. That's right. The same, <laughs> the very same CIA that was responsible for this horrible treatment of, of people known as Operation Condor was the whole Yeah, like this connection. happened. This isn't a conspiracy theory. No, no. This we is have like all well this. documented. Yes. You just got to look at it. You just have to look it up. Yeah. Like this is declassified information from the CIA. These are legit documents that yeah. we have all the information of. Yeah, on the CIA website. Yeah, I think so. I believe so. So they have a history of this whole disappearance and stuff, and it's definitely been baked into the system of the police in these countries. Mm -hmm. And so you'll see, we saw this in Peru, and we saw this in Chile. Uh, sorry, we saw this in Guatemala. Mm -hmm. There were disappearances after these big protests. Some protests disappeared. That's not something you see when there's also massive protests and riots in France. You never no. hear about the number of disappeared. No, because the long history of disappearances being taught to the uh, they, they don't have the forces. same they, yeah, they don't have the same uh, history of death squads, uh, death squads and stuff like that. Like you don't even see this in America because the American like it would be massive news. Oh, it would be crazy. Like uh, the uh, of course the news is biased, extremely biased in America, but it's right. not that bad. <laughs> If people were being disappeared in America, that would be major news. All right. Of course. Right? Uh, it doesn't happen in first world countries. It happens in these uh, third world countries or the poorer nations. Right. Because they can get away with it and no one cares about them. This is inflicted on them. No one cares about that, the, the population. So who's right. going to report on it? Who's going to stop them? Right? Yeah. So that's and why it's happening there and not here. <laughs> basically. That's what our... Our uh, suspect, suspicion of it. Yes analysis or a, a theory anyways the protests are good the deaths are bad yeah the protests are good only one police officer has died that's uh, terrible you know what that's terrible that the cop died that's terrible that the cop died i mean it's unfortunate but, but you know it's it's also more terrible i mean human life is is bad all around but you know the circumstances of which <laughs> the people died the people who killed that cop yeah. were not in a state uh, not in a level of authority over him yeah they were below him technically if you look at the yeah. hierarchy that they set up police officers are over regular people so when yeah, the police they got, they got more power and then so it's a little bit more justified when you take down someone of power when they're directly oppressing you right which is uh what's happening here it doesn't mean necessarily you should fucking kill it doesn't them. mean it's entirely justified no but it's a little somebody. bit more justified it's way i i think it's much worse to um 
uh, for a cop oppress, to kill a protester. Well, to just oppress people in general. Right. It's much worse. On so, a wide scale. On a wide scale. And then you figure out that they, and then they're angry for some reason. Yeah. And then it's like your fault, buddy. But the thing is, the cops are also middle class people, too. They're also right. regular people, too. You shouldn't kill them. I mean, <laughs> except they have the badge and the gun and they're above the law and they can they got power they're they're yeah they defend and they're acting on behalf of the this is actually commonly referred to as theoretical leftists refer to this as like class traitor oh yeah that's what it is yeah that's the best term because they're middle class uh people just um defending the capital capital that's really the job of the police is not to protect you is to defend the capital Mm mm-hmm and uh, the state interests. So I got to mention another story. Now we should we have to get more onto the other details of the story. But I got to mention something that happened here in Winnipeg. There is a dude who was sitting in a bus stop, hopped up on something. Mm-hmm. No, it was meth. Um, Most likely. Then, I think that's what it was. And then people were like standing outside the bus stop because they have to wait for the bus too. Yeah. And they weren't going in there because the dude was in there. And then they flagged down these two cops who were walking by. And then they're saying like, yo, this dude's being a little, acting a little weird, a little odd in there he he needs some help the dude had a syringe on him hypodermic needle and the cops go in to like kind of talk to him and and shit and uh and i don't know the exact shit that happened if they were maybe being a little instigatory but they told him like drop the needle and stuff and then the dude became very violent and they one of the police have pulled out the tase and they tased him and the dude because he was on meth, presumably, the taser didn't work on him. And he stabbed one of the officers with a needle. Yeah. So, now that cop, I, I, my opinion, the police did all the right shit that they should have done. They yeah. used a non-lethal method. They went and they talked to the dude. I don't know if they were being, like, shouty oh, at no. him. I don't you know don't, if they were being shouty. I don't know. You don't have to be in, like, directly in the guy's face either. I don't know. I don't know. There was no video of it. I know, um, but they must have been near him in order to get. Well, the bus stabbed. stop is inside the bus stop area. Yeah, but you can it's talk small to them outside the bus stop. No, it's hard He's, to hear the person. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, Especially if they're if they're not all the fact, there paying the, attention. The fact that to, the guy got uh, stabbed by the needle is means of that he was too close to the guy. Especially if the guy had a needle in his hand. That's a weapon. I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing going that close? Pulling to the Unless gap. Uh, when you pull a tase, you think it's going to take the guy down. You're yeah, taken aback. You're taken aback when the tase doesn't work, and it's the time it takes to close the distance between you and somebody else. They did like a, what was it? There's like videos on this. The time it takes yeah, before yeah. you can pull okay, a gun, even. And fair if you enough. already have something out, I'm just saying. I mean, you don't want to get stabbed by a needle. I don't think the could... dude should have gotten fucking stabbed by a needle. No. And. He could get HIV now or something like that. I also don't think the dude, the police officer should have just like taken this guy's life. No. While all these people are like waiting for the bus stop and they're just like, because how guilty do they feel? Yeah. That because if they hadn't mentioned anything, this guy probably would have gotten off of his meth thing. We don't know what, you know, we can't be, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what the future would have But you can talk people down from that. Well, that's also part of the problem is, okay, you now you have police officers that aren't trained in... Uh, de-escalating things They're i don't not know trained if they, in, i don't know if those cops were they most likely were not you need you need someone that's trained in uh de-escalation you need someone that's trained in like uh working with people with uh high basically mm-hmm. these people that are high especially on meth are basically on in psychosis like there's a there's a correlation there right especially if you're super high how psychoactive is meth it's, it's just like speed 
Yeah, but meth also has other side effects, like you see things. It's a side effect is psychosis. And you can be given meth for for ADHD. I know, but that's a much smaller amount. This is stuff that okay, that's true. the guy was probably tweaking, right? Yeah, probably. Extreme amounts you of meth a needle on you, probably. fuck you up, right? Probably injecting meth. It's not a good idea. Yeah, you usually smoke it. What lots of people do is they dissolve it and inject it. Yeah, you can do anything with meth. Yeah. You can eat it. You can snort it. Yep. I gotta cut, yeah, I gotta cut some of the things I'm saying here. <laughs> <laughs> They're firing tear gas at crowds appearing to shoot at people point blank. <laughs> We piss off each other. Well, I'm not pissed off, but we're gonna just be like, I'm so mad. I'm so I'm fuming right now. No, yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> yeah, no, but there's like literal literal Mortal Combat going on in the streets of, of no, it's Columbia. Insane. It's, it's literally insane. the sequel. The sequel is coming out grenade now. Grenade launchers. Uh, hey, that's messed up. See, I I talk about us making like super edgy jokes during the podcast and having to cut it because we don't want to publicly say these Who things. Do you tell us to. I know. I save some of them as clips. That I think they're funny. They are funny, but we can't release them. Anyway, so the code reported. <laughs> Don't worry about anything that just happened there. Okay, we uh, cut out a large part of that. Ah, uh, yes. We went on a tangent, and it doesn't need to be released. Save it as a yet. bonus episode. Maybe we'll save it as a bonus episode as a time capsule in four years. Um, on May twenty twenty one. Apparently, there's a thousand eighty one instances of police violence. Seven hundred twenty six arbitrary detentions, 27 killed, six acts of sexual violence, and the same day, there were 672 more arbitrary detentions and 92 cases of police violence. So, Columbia, not to, also, there's been cases of internet censorship. You know how we talked about in India yeah. with the mass farmers' protests, right? And also in Myanmar, same thing happened. Not the farmers' protests, but, you know, there was anti-coup d'etat protests, right? Yeah. The government comes and shuts down the internet in those areas to prevent communication between the people doing the riots, doing the protests, doing the anti-coup stuff. And to save face uh, on the entire world stage. world stage. In some cities, in Cali, they had the internet shut it down. Yeah, and a lot of the, a lot of the protesters are desperate to get this message out. That's right. So that's why at the beginning of this segment, which was like three hours ago, uh, <laughs> at the beginning of this segment, yep. segment we talked about how uh, these guys were annoying uh, streamers and shit like that. I don't blame them. Shit's going on in your country. You want them to know. Your I don't friends blame them. are dying and shit like that. People are getting disappeared. No problem, my homie. But that's that's how I heard about it, though. I was watching. I think I was watching Hassan, like in the background or something. Yeah, one of the few. Um, yeah. And yeah, they they. Straight up, were like spamming his shit. I don't Same thing him. with Vosh. I think Vosh was. I was like watching Vosh play a video game. It's like, stop, please. And he's stop just like, I need to. I need to stop the video game. I need to know more about this before I can comment on it. Right. right. Yeah. You need to know the whole thing. We researched this before we talked about it. Type mm -hmm. thing. I want Jordan Peterson to start playing video games and the post content. Bro, I okay. I unironically okay, so love Hitman. Jordan Peterson. We're gonna be playing Hitman. I would, and I'm gonna shoot all the strippers. His voice <laughs> makes me fall asleep so easy. I w I could put on one of his lectures just about. He could be talking about like um, I don't know. Women are not allowed to wear makeup ever at work. No, just it, ever. Because it's inherently it's sexist sexual. towards men to wear makeup, uh, for women to wear makeup. I I can listen to it and just take doze a snooze, off. Doze off. What about Hassan's impression? Okay, we're I can't off do his topic again. We're getting off topic. <laughs> this is bad. I'm just saying, 
JP makes me fall asleep. JP coming at you. Okay. I, I, I fucking love JP for that. He's like, he's like melatonin. <laughs> Bro, that, that speech was like melatonin. <laughs> His lectures, oh, I just pass out. Have you seen the video of him being Stop, like... Derek, we have to go. Derek, you're no, going but, off track. But, but like, have you seen the video of him like, they're like a rat. <laughs> he makes... I haven't, the... I haven't seen that. Okay, we have to move on. <laughs> we have to talk. We have to finish. Okay, okay our homeboys... Alone. No, our homeboys anonymous. What? Where? I don't have this. I, I read this in the article. It. I didn't put okay. it in there. Okay. Homeboys anonymous came out, so they're declaring war on the Colombian government. Holy fuck. Anonymous... See what you can do. Homeboys, you've done some good stuff. You've done some stupid shit with the whole FBI hacking stuff. That was dumb. But the other shit good you done, that was good. Show us what you got. Show us what you got, homeboys. So anyways, hackers. Anonymous. Let's, let's see. We'll all see seven, what happens. All seven of them. I don't know. I don't know how, how that's going to go down. I don't know. Let's see what they can do. I'm just saying. We'll see what happens there. We'll, anyways, we'll keep you updated. We'll maybe. keep you guys updated. Maybe. Because we... <laughs> Don't. We have a bad track record. Yeah, we have a bad track record with that. We apologize. Okay. Okay. Get Payday loan. Wait, dude, what do you think should be next? We just talked about CIA, so we can make fun of CIA. Oh God. All right, guys. Gay CIA video. Okay. So yeah, the last last episode or not episode segment was pretty heavy. So we're going to watch and cringe at a uh, literally Derek and I almost had to cast fisticuffs, fisticuffs? on each other. Yes. Yeah, it was it was bad. Woke CIA ad pro LGBTQ. I don't have any feedback from the last podcast about if you liked us reacting to these vids. <laughs> so I don't know if this is good. But we're going to do it anyways because it's fun. Because it's fun and we need content. Yeah, and I want to watch this. So I've never seen this before. I know, but like turn it sideways. Turn your computer sideways. So Derek's asking me to do acrobatics. Okay, here we go. CIA LGBTQ. Pro ad. Let's hear it. My favorite thing about CIA is that they encourage the out-of-the-box ideas that drive real progress. Oh yeah. Growing up gay in a small southern town, I was lucky to have a wonderful and accepting family. I always struggled with the idea that I might not be able to discuss my personal life at work. Imagine my surprise when I was taking my oath at CIA and I noticed a rainbow on then-director Brennan's lanyard, which I later learned was designed by Angle, Direct one of the many employee resource groups. Director Brendan, like directly authorized drone strikes in the Middle East. <laughs> and he but but he had the rainbow like on his lanyard. Also that last CIA one ad had her shaking hands with Gina Haspel, who is the CIA director who ordered the torture of people during the Bush administration and yeah. then lied under oath to Congress and then tried to cover it up. The whole torture situation. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's saying all this. So, uh, 2013 to 2017. So he was director for four years. Yeah. He was uh, put in uh, under Barack Obama. So anything the CIA did during between those years, he was directly involved in. Oh yeah. So this dude Brennan, he's talking about he had, but he had a rainbow on his lanyard, bro. This dude, April 2012, Brennan. Publicly acknowledged, the first one, CIA drone strikes Pakistan, Yemen, Somalia, Libya, Afghanistan. All these countries never de declared war on these countries, yet we're doing drone strikes in them. In this speech, he explained legally, morally, and legally, he explained the legality, morality, and effectiveness of the program. The, the morality of droning people, and we know that the, that the drone civilian death rate is over 91%. That's That's... Yeah. 
how many drone strikes end up having civilian deaths, at least one civilian death in the strike. Of course, the ACLU and other organizations disagreed with the statement. He says Yemenis love U.S. drone strikes. What? Also, he, he helps reorganize the process of the disposition matrix, which put people outside of war zones on the list of drone targets. What? What was that? He helped put together a database, the disposition matrix database, such a weird name, which put people who were outside of war zones on the list of drone targets mm. to take out. I got here saying a Wallace, who's a, like a, a journalist, are U.S. citizens in Yemen in danger? Um, Brennan, we are doing everything possible to make sure that all U.S. citizens, as well as Westerners and the Yemenis themselves, are protected from the scourge of Al-Qaeda. However, there is multiple uh, instances here of him murdering U.S. citizens in Yemen. Yeah. Like people like U.S. citizens that the U.S. government by constitutionally protects from protects from this. Yeah. From this stuff. Of course. But he has Scum. multiple instances here where um, four, four U.S. citizens were killed in Yemen by U.S. drones. Oh, fuck. Only one of them intentionally. That doesn't help your case, bro. <laughs> Only one of them we wanted to kill. Yep. So you wanted to kill a U.S. citizen extrajudicially, no trial, didn't capture him, didn't, didn't put him under a fair, fair trial nope. uh, under his peers or whatnot. And the other four, you're just so loosey-goosey on your strikes, you end up killing U.S. citizens. That's bad on all sides. Not to mention the... Yeah. the Innocent civilians that are all killed in those strikes, which their lives are just as important as U.S. citizens' lives, too. Yeah, no, like, the... It's bad. It's bad. And, and you shouldn't kill any civilians. But he had a ever. rainbow on his lanyard. But he had a rainbow that on his lanyard. That made it okay, though. Yeah. In this true. dude's eyes, that made it okay. ...here at the agency. I remember being stunned. Since then, however, I've learned that far beyond the resource groups, inclusion is a core value here. Officers from the top down work hard to ensure that every single person, whatever their gender, gender identity, race, disability, or sexual orientation can bring their entire self to work every day. Wow. Oh, that was it. And that was then, a short one. And then Kyle, Kyle Kalinske talks about in his segment that he did on this about how you're not really supposed to talk about sex at work. Yeah, why like do you you're not supposed to be your... going around being like, uh, but like, but he's you know, talking about how he's uh, being gay, he's gay, gay and stuff. Yeah, like, that's like not necessarily something that you have to bring up at work. All right, um, that's personal information. Yeah, but it's the CIA. They got all your day. They got all your shit. They they cross reference shit with the NSA. Oh, they they know everything. They right. know everything. I don't know. I I feel like that's kind of a cheap shot from Kyle. But but like, it doesn't matter if you're gay. Like, this is the same thing we're going to talk. We talked about last time. Yeah, we're kind of retreading some same ground, but still, yeah. it doesn't matter what your identity, your sexuality, what whatever it is. It doesn't, doesn't matter who you, matter. it's the content of your character that matters. Okay? That's right. If you're a war criminal, you're a war criminal. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're I don't care if you're trans and a war criminal, you're a war criminal in my eyes. That's right. Doesn't make it any better. No. No, you should be accepted for your uh identity. No one no one should uh be like oppressing you in any way shape or form right but like this so is somebody from chapo trap house they said that you know the cia gets all their recruits from top colleges yeah and so 
how do people from colleges talk right now using this type of language, which is their formulation is that perhaps they're using this to get those bozos who use these terms from those colleges. I don't know. I don't know. They, I don't think they want those bozos. But that's, no, they do. Because they're from, that's where they hire people from, the top colleges. I know, but they're coming from the top colleges. They already want to work in the CIA. I don't think that, uh, that the CIA needs to go out and recruit people. I don't think that's a big issue for them. I know. I think they're just trying to save face with these things. Because everybody's just like, oh, you guys literally just authorized drone strikes and kill U.S. citizens abroad, apparently, along with thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of civilians. Yeah. They so just do a, that. But I'm just saying there's that other theory too. Yeah. I, I don't know how much I agree with that. I like maybe, maybe that's what the, their internal reasoning is, but I don't, don't think they're that stupid. Yeah. Because do they really want those people, those woke people to say to join the CIA? Yes. Yeah. Because the, yeah. Why? Why would they not want them to? Because they commit war crimes and, and have a smile on about it and say that, that yeah, we're all, uh, we're all PC But they don't want those people to, uh, to uh, move up into the organization and change things. But who says they're trying to change anything? If you're well, a rabbit going to a, that would to a implant, college. That would intend, like, they're just uh, saying the fancy things on the social issues. Whereas lots of these people who are, like, using this terminology also are socialists. Yeah, but I'm... Um, They're not always the rad libs. I think that's becoming... That's going out of style, really. Okay. Well, perhaps. I don't know. But this is just to save face. Like, CIA is shit. Everybody knows they're garbage. This is kind of just a segment to talk about how shit the CIA is. And they kind suck. of make fun of them using gay people as a... Token. As a token. Right. <laughs> so they're trying to play the identity politics game. As usual. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Justin Trudeau. The J, uh, JT? JT there? JT coming at ya. Not JP, JT. Our homeboy Trudeau? Saying, he ain't gonna give you an answer. Whether or not uh, we should waive intellectual property rights, let the third world, you know, make these vaccines, he's not gonna give you an answer. He's gonna stay in the middle. He's gonna pull an old school lib move. Stay Radlib. in the mid. Stay fucking, in the middle. Fucking radical Trudeau, radical centrist Trudeau. That's right. Is uh, being in the center yet again on an issue. Again on an issue involving. He's like, should we should we allow genocide via COVID to happen, or should we not allow it? Should we allow global ethnic cleansing? Uh, you know, I'm gonna be on the side. You know, I'm gonna be in the middle here. I'm gonna be in the middle. I don't necessarily hate the idea of genocide, but I don't necessarily agree with it either. You know? No, they don't see it as genocide. No. They don't. They see it as protecting the profits of uh, the big uh, companies right. like Pfizer, like Moderna, like Biotech, like Johnson & Johnson, who make these vaccines exactly. and profit off these vaccines mm -hmm. when you get it. And who created the vaccines? Who created the vaccines? Uh, Pfizer. Who did the research to uh, to make them? The public colleges that are that are publicly funded, except for Pfizer's. Pfizer is all private in-house. OK, I read that. OK, fair enough. But still... You can give that to them. But still, you shouldn't be profiting off of medicine. Off of medicine that in many cases was researched through public funds. Yeah. So anyways, Justin Trudeau said he... Uh, Canada's committed to making the vaccines available around the world. And he will consider waiving the IP rights. 
uh, to improve access. Bullshit. Right? Bullshit. You either say yes or it's a no. So he said he, he acknowledged poor countries need these shots, yeah. but he stopped short of saying he's going to endorse the plan to dismantle the IP addresses. I mean, as the, the, IP, the IP protections. What does the IP stand for? Intellectual property. Oh, okay. The intellectual property rights for manufacturing these vaccines. Yeah. Which would boost vaccine productions locally in these areas, which they badly need. And even, so, in, our, even in Canada. Even in Canada, and you know what? Canada, get this, Canada ranks as one of the most generous countries when it comes to COVID-19 because of the access to COVID-19 tools accelerator, which gives, uh, what was it? Help distributes diagnostics, testing, and all this, and vaccine stuff. Yeah. So Canada pledged already $940 million, and they're adding another $375 million to that. So because of that, we're technically considered... One of the generous, best. but you know what? Removing those IP protections would actually be helpful. Just about as more. It would be more than just throwing money at it, right? They're just yeah, they're just throwing money at it. Doesn't we, mean the logistics are gonna get any easier, no. buddy. How you think nine forty million is gonna, or over a thousand, over a billion dollars is gonna, or a thousand million? I'm listen, fucking a dumbass. Listen, how over a billion dollars is gonna go to all those countries? You know, it's not going to do anything like this money is literally just kind of throwing money at a problem right. to to save face. Again. And, if you, and if you want to see how the rest of the world is reacting, OK, we got a little bit of a weird switcheroo here. Well, this, OK, we should probably uh, talk about how this how this is decided. Right. Because this is like the um, what is it? The G how many countries? G7, G13, something like that. G57. I think it's. Yeah, something like that. The countries that are able to make these vaccines. There's so many G's? Yeah. Why are there so many G's? I don't know. Anyways, it has to be a unanimous decision on, I think, the UN or something like that. Okay. Unanimous decision. The th four major um, countries that are saying are not giving a yes to this is Canada, the US, Germany, and the UK. That's why I know about it. So those four countries are not saying yes to waiving the property rights hmm. u.s is saying uh they're considering it i think biden is saying he's leaning towards it i was it. just about to say biden canada thing. is indifferent in so canada is worse than the united states on this in germany i believe said no i was about to read all this stuff oh literally go, in the my next it. point yeah joe biden so i was gonna say the old switcheroo happened here odd joe biden came out and said he would loosen ip protections or he would consider doing that. And then Angela Merkel, the current chancellor of Germany, she's a member of the Christian Democrats. She said she would oppose it. Now, her argument and the argument of the people against this type of stuff is that this would undermine companies developing uh, innovative vaccines while doing little to fix a global vaccine supply crunch because few countries are equipped to make the mRNA products like those offered by Pfizer and Moderna. Mm -hmm. And now that's just not true. No, that's just blatantly not true. Because we have information. lie. That, that is just straight up lie. We have information that places like Brazil and the other, other countries, they do actually have, or they would actually have, yeah. the stuff to make the vaccine. Um, so this whole, that's the whole debate that they're doing. Instead of saying, no, we want to protect the profits of the businesses, which Angela actually just straight up said. Yeah, she's, well, taking, the, she's taking the bullet for everybody. That's right. Actually, yes. Because yeah. everyone else is... Uh, is not brave enough to say that, right? 
because that's just such a scum thing to say that prophets are over people. But their whole thing is that, oh, are we sure that lifting the intellectual property protections would actually lead to an increase of things? Um, so let's not do it because we're yeah. not sure. Well, here you go, buddy. Lift the protections. It'll do more good than not lifting the protections if yeah. it can make it or not. Do you care? Do you Genius. care about people? Or do you just care about profits? And of course, it's just they just care like, about profits. Even if their argument is correct, if they still are trying to save human lives, you still would lift it. Like what? Like, I don't know what Canada's doing by saying no here either. Because that doesn't even help him on the... That doesn't even help Canada or Justin Trudeau on the world stage. No, but it helps them with their corporate buddies. It helps them with the corporate buddies. That's it. That's it. The world stage now hates you. Your own citizens now hate you. Like... I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 all corrupt. So this when I went, so here you go. Trudeau was literally asked that question. Yeah. Trudeau was asked if his neutral position was driven by a fear of retribution from pharmaceutical companies opposed to this new IP regime or this new IP lift. Yeah. And Trudeau said, "Well, uh, Canada wants to be a mediator between the two Bullshit. sides of this factious of this fractious debate. We want to be a mediator. We're going to be the middle. You right fucking... down the middle. Not give an answer." Weak ass pussy P word. Weak do. ass P word. <laughs> like, stop. Bro, like, come on. Come on, bro. What are you doing? He didn't even answer the question. He bro, didn't even Trudeau. say, no, we're, I'm not worried about retribution for farmers, Google companies, which would be the Chad move to say. Yeah, that would be the Chad move. But to be, tell you the truth, Innovative Medicines Canada, an industry group that represents some of the pharmaceutical companies, they are lobbyists. They oppose the waiver. And you know what they say? This is what these geniuses lobbying for uh, for profits over people's lives. My whole thing is, if you don't support it, then you, you're supporting genocide, right? Like, there's no other way to put this. The fact that they need a unanimous decision, so only one person needs to say no for them not to, uh, not to wage it or wa not to waive the uh, protections. So they only need one country to say no. And since An Angela Merkel uh, already said that she will oppose it, doesn't fucking matter yeah basically it doesn't matter now because angela merkel took the bullet so she's taking the bullet for all like the u.s canada the uk just to fuck over third world countries which is so disgusting so it's literally genocide they're literally committing genocide by not doing anything you know how many people are going to fucking die and the fact that when these uh countries are going to they're going to develop their own variants of covid those variants are going to uh, develop their own variants and so on and so forth, rendering the current vaccine useless. Exactly. That's the problem. That's why we need these guys to get uh, vaccinated. Yeah. Because so, if not, like, there's no way we're going to completely stop the, the virus from getting to us. No. The only way to completely stop is to vaccinate the entire world before these variants uh, take place, right? Are able to form. Mm -hmm. When they don't, when you give them time to form, the vaccines that we already have are useless, so we're going to have to do another vaccine-like push. Yes. In like a year from now. In a year from now. We'll still vaccine. be in, va are in quarantine for yep. another fucking year, yep. maybe more, if they don't uh, waive these protections. Even if they do, we might, we might be too far down the road. They're not going to waive the protections. Uh, they're not going to waive the protections, so we might be in fucking lockdown for two to three years now. That's right. To protect Pfizer's fucking uh, profit margin. To protect Moderna's profit margin. Fantastic, guys. What you the, just fucked over the whole world again. That's right. They don't care. They're doing it with global warming, and they'll do it with vaccines. They don't care they'll do it with about COVID-19. No, they don't. They don't fucking care about if you. If they did, they would have stopped global warming years ago. They're not going to do it. 
You think they're going to stop uh, COVID-19 from murdering dudes? And But here's the thing. It was fine for them, well, maybe not completely, to shut down the economy, right? Yeah. It hurt the GDP, and it hurt them, you know, the numbers game. It hurt them. No, it did. But when it came down to making the corporates, corporate buddies, cough up the money, well, you know. Yeah. Suffer the loss from the IP protections. That's where they draw the line. That's where they drew the line. They didn't draw the line of shutting down the economy and hurting every and making sure, you know, obviously, so you don't catch COVID, you yeah. can't go to work and having all these programs, programs that that uh, expired, and now you have to go through a, a congested uh, EI system. Yeah, I employment get insurance an EI system for six months. Exactly. Something I, I figured out recently that maybe could have helped you if I had given it to you at the time. But uh, Money. You, you can call you can call your local representative if they're yeah. NDP and they can help you get to the shit. Oh, can they? I didn't know that. Oh, well. Um, uh, but anyway, still, they've done that. But when it came down to the corporations, they're who who are they? They're who are they protecting? They didn't give a damn about you. No, they don't give a fuck about you. But they care about the corporations. First they of all, Canada. Money. We don't even make the vaccine locally. No, we're literally a third world country. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the same boat as these third world countries we don't have the shit to make it and trudeau's making it harder for us to do that with what he said here yeah is they don't give a fuck about you like that's just how it is well no they care about you no they don't in the white countries no what i'm saying is they the government the isn't fighting for you oh they're yeah, not yeah. in it for you yeah, they're oh, not yeah. in it for the people yeah what they are in it for is to protect capital and that is the ultimate problem capitalism is they care about capital more than human life. And that's something I value is human life. Exactly. It's um, be human life. But that's the biggest problem. But they, yeah, they just don't care about you. They would rather Pfizer, specifically these four or five major companies to make profit off of medicine, off of medicine, off of medicine, uh, than to save the world. Also, apparently 65 MP. So, so, the people who want this to happen is the World Health Organization yeah. is telling them, surrender the IP rights. They've been pressuring the European Union, the U.S. and yeah. Canada to do that. And apparently 65 of our M members of parliament have written a letter. There's only like 35 or 30-something 30 NDP guys. Yeah. That's one green. So there's some libs. Maybe a few cons... Oh, wait. No, Bloc Québécois. Yeah. There might be some blocks. Okay. Maybe they're low. I have to look into it. But people obviously... Why are there only 65 all the NDP, NDP should what be. the fuck? Hold on, hold on. I thought it was 65. That's pretty good. What about all the liberals? What about the concerns? Well, they're okay with uh, not having the IP rights being removed. Co yeah. Companies that aren't even based in Canada. It wouldn't even affect our capital yeah. that they're trying to protect. It would just affect international capital. Bro, grow a pair of balls. Grow a pair of swingers. Yes, we have to wave them. Uh, no, but no, Derek, we have to be a mediator. <laughs> I mean, also the way Canada uh, went around uh, stopping the or shutting down the economy just hurt small businesses too, and it yeah. ultimately helped large businesses. Which I mean is might, I mean the wage subsidy been, was did help small businesses some ways. Somewhat, wage but it wasn't did. it wasn't great. It no, put a it wasn't lot great. of strain on small businesses, and a lot of businesses had to close down. Well, I mean, the what else were they going to do though? What else were they going to do though? I know, I know. What else are you going to do? But like there could have been better protections for them instead of giving money to like the Walmarts and uh, the oil industry and yeah, shit they're like, like that. oh, we're gonna give us wage subsidy to keep workers on payroll. Also, 
all you big corps can do it too. And then they did it. And yeah, then they the, sapped a lot of the money from the program. They should have just had a cutoff of revenue per year. Right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And then just give them the small business one. That would have been cool. But they didn't do that. They didn't do that because they, they don't do actually care about you. They don't care about small business. No, but, All they, they care about is uh, giving money to corporations. Or they do care about small business, but they know they got to pay daddy a little bit of money. Yeah. Right? There's the daddy tax. That's the daddy tax. <laughs> so how much of that money do you think <clears throat> have, have these big corporations been reimbursed their taxes that they paid through this program? How many net, pa- net amount of cash flow to the government do you think they paid? Zero. Probably not much they by probably now. probably netted uh, profit from the government. Right. So, just saying, this is an absolutely horrible, horrifying move. This listen, is, this listen. is stuff that actually gets me super mad. The Canadian government this is stuff says, no one talks about listen either. guys, listen to the doctors. When, again, get vaccinated. Are we going to listen to the World Health Organization? No. <laughs> Yeah, they also blame no. us when COVID uh, inevitably spreads through the communities. They're just like, you guys aren't social distancing. You guys aren't staying home. It's your fault, not my restrictions. I'm sorry, buddy. Who opened school? Yeah. When numbers were going up, genius. Looking at you, Brian Pallister, and your bald-ass-headed health minister. What the hell was that? Keeping schools open, and then now the numbers spike, and you're like, oh, we gotta shut it down. And now... Thankfully, this time, they learned their lesson. But you know what the, the saying is? A dumb man doesn't learn from his mistakes. Yeah. A smart man learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from other people's mistakes. Yeah. So we and saw... We should have already seen. If you look at the curve, you see the numbers shoot up rapidly during like November, December, yeah. and then they decide to put it in. Yeah. And now, this time, the numbers starting to go up. We got like over 200 a day. They're like, oh, got to close it down because we saw what happened before. But genius, you could have looked at every other country that had this issue. You didn't see the exponential increase. You look at a graph with your eyeballs and you see the numbers go up. You're not like, oh, I think it's going to dip like the stock market. No, <laughs> it's going to keep going up, my dude. You close the bitch down. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Joe Schmo could have done a they better job as health minister. They don't. Well, yeah. It's the ultimate thing because they shut it down uh, when it's at 100 and then we wait a month and it's down to like 20. You shut it down at 500, you have to wait three months and it's down to 200 a day, right? Or actually it would be more than that. I think we had like a thousand cases a day at the peak and then we shut at it down peak. and everybody came down to like just 100, 100 cases. Yeah. We were sitting good. Every day. Right. Right at the beginning, we were at like two to three cases a day. That's right. We were during our first, first, first bump. Though. First bump. Yeah. And, and that worked. Then we tried to open up some things and then we started inviting people from other provinces That in. was possibly the stupidest thing they could have done yeah. is let the province open up. Now, this probably made the anti-immigration people very happy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. But... Uh, All the other day, I saw a fucking Quebec woman driving down i was driving down portage and there's a quebec license plate okay quebec people obviously need to stay out of manitoba no how did you get in if it's shut down you went no through ontario well, they're not going to check you right they're not checking you across license Canada. place says quebec no one's stopping you who's going to stop you we should have check stops at each provincial border ah <laughs> uh. bro I don't want Ontario's mess 
getting into our mess yeah you kidding me we're 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 going on the honor system right now kind of and that's also part of the problem right because a lot of people that are getting covid are just the people that are traveling or having people over from other countries yeah not countries other provinces like stop please stop it stop you have to stop interprovincial travel stop this everybody else has got a mess well maybe not some of the nova scotia areas they're pretty good but and british columbia apparently they're doing okay but like alberta stop don't come here ontario stop Stop. don't come here you have to stop this interprovincial travel i swear to god so bad how is that bad bad. if you want to stop the covid you have to do that no i know i'm a libertarian i'm 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 agreeing with you i don't want people getting murked by covid okay and people have other provinces it's not in our jurisdiction to do, and the federal government doesn't have jurisdiction apparently to enforce federal um, clampdowns within each province. It's all up to their leader. So we got bozos doing stupid stuff. I wouldn't want anybody from Manitoba going other to another place. No, that's not in the midst either. of our mess yeah. that we had in December and November. I wouldn't want one that. that we have right now. Or yeah, the one that was accelerating up, like. So I wouldn't want anybody coming here either. It's just, yeah, people don't give a fuck. Because um, there's different Those rules. people don't give a fuck, at least. Um, Unless everybody, I think a lot of people have just conformed to like, the, okay, we're just going to wear masks. That's just how it is. That's life now. Well, that's all you have to do. I, I can't wait till the day that we can take it off. Because I just, I just don't like masks. I, I can't know, interact okay. with people uh, the same way. But it is what it is. You can't, you can't not It's going to be so weird. Going out without a mask on and seeing him, my mouth is exposed. I, I oh have God. to smile I now. I could get mouth in your mouth. Listen, and, oh. listen. With the masks, I don't make facial expressions. That's. <laughs> I don't make face. I only move my eyebrows. <laughs> when, I, when I talk to people, I don't smile when I'm out. My face is just straight. It's just straight. And I'm just like. I move my uh, I move my mouth to talk. I think I still it. do. I think I still do facial expressions. I think I still do. I don't. That's done. That's done. It's a waste of energy. <laughs> it's a waste of. En- Why would I do it if you can't see my face? Crusty. French President Emmanuel Macron blames Anglo Saxons. What? <laughs> yes, he said Anglo Saxons. Anglo Saxons. Why? Hold on, I'm gonna find the exact thing. He said that the main issue driving global supply issues is vaccine hoarding by the UK and the US countries he called, quote-unquote, Anglo-Saxon. He said, what is the current issue, asked? It is not really about intellectual property. Can you give intellectual property to laboratories that do not know how to produce and will not produce tomorrow? The main issue for solidarity is the distribution of doses. Okay, so he's taking the, 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 he's taking the road that, I guess, if you lifted the IP things, they still wouldn't be able to make the vaccine. Okay. But he's saying that the real problem... Is not the IPs, it's that they're hoarding doses. Canada also is a do- but he didn't name us, but Canada, Canada also yeah, Canada's hoarded bad. those doses, my dude. We got a lot. We can't get them to people, but we have a lot. This is the, he said, today, the Anglo-Saxons block many of these ingredients and vaccines. Today, 100% of the vaccines produced by the United States are for the American market. Why are you blaming Anglo-Saxons? Well, I Why mean, would you refer to people as that? That's literally just like English people with like a super far historic German uh, ancestry. I'd literally just look like that. that's literally what they are. Yeah, because he's French and he, he's French and he hates the British. 
He still he got hates the, the British from the fucking that forty year war. He still got the ship on his that shoulder. That makes sense. Yeah, oh, we should have won. Well, they got the, they got that like rivalry, right? <laughs> but I don't know. World War Two went pretty well. They kind of were chill. Yeah, they got snubbed a little bit, but still, they were chill. I thought we buried the hatchet, guys. No, apparently a long not. time. I mean, ago. we still in Canada. We have a little bit of a love hate relationship with the French, with Quebec. Uh yeah, because France wants to leave. The French? Yeah, they wanted to leave Canada. Yeah, that's a bad thing. That's definitely a bad thing. But there's like a friendly, uh, well, for the most part, friendly. Uh, if you want to leave, listen, if you want to leave, you can leave. I don't want you to, but it's, it's you have your democratic decision. You can decide if you want to leave or not. It'd be yeah. really bad for, for both, both of us. <laughs> yeah, it would be. be My terrible. dude. So. I like, uh, yeah, no, but it's a friendly rivalry. Between the Fringlish and the Inch. The Fringlish and the Inch? <laughs> what did you just say? The Fringlish and the Inch. I hope I hope so. Ho I hope I'm not like just being racist here. Tell French people are gonna come out of the woodwork there and be like, fuck. Listen, I'm friendly. French, so my grandma's French Canadian. Bro, in the census, they're like, Did you go to a French immersion school? I did. Did not. anybody you know go to a French immersion Listen, school? Listen, I barely know English. How did could I learn census? French? No, I didn't. It was it's due tomorrow. Two days. Two days. Tuesday. Tenth. 11th. You gotta do it. It's like 10 seconds. Listen. It literally will take you even shorter than it took me. Doesn't your mom just do it? I did it. You did it for your family? Yeah. You think my family's gonna do it? Oh, yeah. It was real fast. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like the term Anglo-Saxon here is like... That's such a weird... Why would you like, say that? Why don't throwing you just... Throwing shade on like people from UK... Just say ancestry. Western countries. That would get the point across. No, he couldn't do that. He had no. to say Anglo-Saxon. Okay, no. All right, we're not done the stories, bro. We Fuck, still got one more. We still more. got a lot. Co no, we don't. Okay, what's next? Oh, shit, we do have a lot. We got payday loans, then we have Colorado Separatists. That's it. Oh, wait. Should we do Separatists first? It's an hour and 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Colorado Separatists. Okay. So, basically, some black people. Separatist group called Black Hammer has acquired 200 acres of land in Colorado. 200 acres of amazing soil, okay? The best, the bestest soil. Best soil that you can't grow anything on. Yep, the bestest soil. Their goal with this land is to create an independent uh, communist city for, for the colonized people. So what they define colonized as is people of color, basically. That's right. Um, I don't know, like, are black people colonized, considered colonized people? Uh, they did colonize Africa. They colonized Africa, but they stole but the Africans. The slaves technically were taken. Yeah, they were taken from Afri and Africa. Put, it's not colonized. Put in colonies. But that's not the same. Like, Native, like for example, Negative, Native Americans. Yeah, Native Americans, they're colonized. Yeah, they're colonized. That makes sense. I, I don't see the, how African Americans are colonized people. You, well, the, yes, in the Africa, the African ones. The African ones, yeah. But that's not African American. You could say that African. by extension. Okay, that's that's less of the point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of Semantics. That's just like a definition Semantics, game, but like yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, so colonized people is what they describe it as. So the Black Hammer organization has its own website where they state that they're ethnostate because they don't allow white people. That's basically the only rule. Yeah. Um. So colonized people are just not uh, everybody but white people. What about Irish people? No, white people. Irish people are... No, white people. They're white, though. Yeah, white people. What about... If you're white, you're not allowed in. What about Italians? I wonder what gradient... <laughs> what? what point 
on the gradient scale are you allowed in? What if a white person just gets tanned enough where they can sneak by? You're in. You're in? You're in. What happens in winter? You're fucked. <laughs> better better stay tan, my homie. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so it's an ethnostate named Hammer City. Um, so they will create a city for all uh, people of color to be free with no discrimination of nationality, gender, age, or mental uh, slash physical differences. No white people, though. No white people. Except for white people. They uh, are not discriminated against nationality, except for people from white countries. Yeah. Um, but they allow... Well, I think if you're black, you can come from a white country. If you're black, you could come from Ireland. Okay, fair enough. So, fair enough. That was probably a bad thing. I think the Colorado government does care about your nationality, and having your city does not mean that you're not applicable to any uh, state or federal laws. Yeah, they're they're being good. They're kind of LARPing. A little bit, okay? Yes. It's Especially because they released a video dressed up as a clown. Yeah, dude was dressed cir- up as a clown and he was really flaming. I don't understand what was going on there. That was some sort of performance art. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, like Now when I read any press releases, read this thing, I always think it's him. Uh, it must be. But like 200 acres, there's like a whole bunch of people that are just like colonizing this place. Or non-colonizing. Non-colonizing <laughs> this place. Like, <laughs> or the anti-colonist. They're the anti-colonists colonizing a piece of land. Probably oh, a fucking they forgot to, uh, they forgot Native to mention, No white people. Nobody named Colin. Not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. And now here's the thing. Their um, funding methods literally read like a scam. Like a scam to oh, easy. dupe easy. white, to capitalize on white guilt. And it's like... How could you fall for this? Okay, there's so many people that fall for this. They've How? raised sixty four thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, so uh, it has oh to be God. only three people that are stupid. They're, they're <laughs> give them all their money. That has to be. They it. have subscription. Okay, they they call it reparations. Yeah, that's what they call you it. know reparations. So white people are required to pay uh, reparations so they can be an ally, basically. But you're not allowed to be part of the city. But you can be an ally and pay reparations that's through not, your own pocket. See, and if you do, is. if you do, they will give you special merch. That's special right. Special Black Hammer merch. They'll get you that merch, boy. Like a hoodie. Made by who? <laughs> Made by who? Who knitted that hoodie? People in like Indonesia. That's Kids. right. That's <laughs> Kids right. Kids in Indonesia. Okay, if you look at the land that they bought. The 200 acres. It's in the middle of a desert. It's got sand everywhere. You they're like a nice cactus. Oh, they're like it has fertile soil. About the bestest soil. You know what they did? They all played Minecraft and like, yo, we could do a cactus farm, some pistons, bro. We got this logged down. That's what they <laughs> okay. did. I don't want to be like they're a bunch of city kids. That's literally what you told me before the podcast. No, I know. I don't want to be like they're inner city kids because they're black, but it's like they're a bunch of people that don't understand what farming is. Listen, trying to they go work out those plantations, they're pretty hard, bro. Okay, farming is literally in their blood. <laughs> they don't understand farming. They don't have the experience. They don't have the knowledge. They're going to a desert to try try to like grow crops and have a like commune that is not um, a failure. <laughs> that's not yeah a failure. Uh, See, here's the thing. What is their ideology? Like, they're black nationalists, but that's not an economic ideology. You have to have some sort of economic program to institute. Well, this is basically... And when you say commune, that is usually a term used by anarcho-communists. But they're using the symbolism and the names when we're talking about tiers. They have 
they have tiers yeah for their reparations quote-unquote program like like a patreon tiers yeah, yeah they're using the names of people who are authoritarian communists yeah involved in the authoritarian communist movement they're not using like you know homeboy bread santa a peter kropotkin they're no. not using uh mikhail bakunin they're not using rudolf rocker they're not using Chom noam chomsky no they're using they're Mao. using like mao zedong chair former uh chairman of china communist china they're using like uh che Guevara involved in cuba and later in uh what was he trying to he died uh in venezuela or I, colombia i think so yeah trying to do yeah something like that they're using these dude uh thomas sankara uh that's he was a communist although you know possibly next to the other names not as bad but still these are I'm not surprised they don't have stalin up there i was gonna say oh, where's stalin yeah <laughs> They, this is obviously uh oh shit you know what what everybody isn't white except stalin would be oh, white oh that makes sense that's eh? why that's like okay it doesn't matter what your nationality is let's go back to the gender politics or not gender politics identity politics yeah it doesn't matter what your nationality is if you're a, if you're an ethnostate supporter of any kind you're eh. wrong yeah, any ethno state is not good. You think keeping out a race of certain people is going to make things better? Listen, it's these guys, help. these guys are directly, or um, these guys are supportive of white nationalism. This is racism. Well. This is literally racism. Just is from a minority group. Oh yeah, we haven't even mentioned they hate Jews and they called uh, Anne Frank a dirty imperialist. Yeah, like what was she colonizing the attic? Okay, okay, I want to go to the actual tweet, that's a, that's a, what was a 13-year-old girl who died. Yeah. Hiding from fascism. And you're going to call her because her dad or something was, like, fighting in a mercenary okay, army? Okay, so the actual, this is actual uh, tweet from their uh, Black Hammer Times uh, Twitter page. Anne Frank's father participated in an imperial army that went abroad and killed African people every day. But we're supposed to cry for the bleach demons. The bleach demons. <laughs> What makes it even worse is proceeding uh, is uh, proceeds of her diary, which was filled by uh, her father, go towards genocide uh, of Palestinians. I looked up her dad, Otto Frank, spelt same way forwards as it is backwards, and he should have been a mechanic, auto mechanic. Um, <laughs> was a German businessman who later became a resident of the Netherlands and Switzerland. Uh, what about his illustrious mercenary career? Apparently, he had. Oh, maybe he fought in World War One. He served in the Imperial German Army during the First World War. The Western I, Front. He served on the Western Front fighting white dudes. If he fought, you could, okay, if he fought on the uh, Arabic Front in Turkey. Yeah. Maybe. 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 May, that's a big if, though, because you don't get to decide as a soldier where you're deployed. No, and when you're in Germany at the time, you don't get to decide whether or not you're going to participate in the army. Conscription, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, you can't blame the German soldiers directly for the atrocities that uh, uh, happened in World War II. You have to blame the people that made the decisions to do that, right? Yeah. So, blaming the soldiers isn't necessarily the greatest idea. Um, calling white people bleach demons is uh, objectively You're hilarious. This dude who was conscripted, <laughs> who was conscripted to fight in a war that we don't know if he wanted to fight, and he fought white people on the Western Front. You're calling him a bleach demon, and by extension, so is his daughter. 
who died from the Nazis. The Nazis killed uh, his daughter because they were Jewish. Yeah. Otto Frank survived. Did he? Yeah, he's the only one who survived from the Frank family. Oh, shit. Well, that makes sense. Sole uh, member of his family to survive the Holocaust. Damn, that's got to be fucking heavy, man. Yeah, now you're just roasting him. They also have tweets like, y'all white, spelt Y-T-S, which I've never seen before. And I also think it's objectively hilarious. Keep asking us how we're going to keep ourselves warm up in the mountains. Don't y'all already know it's just, uh, it just takes a good book to burn and some nice wood. And best believe we have plenty of copies to keep us warm all season long. She's just reading this shit. Like this is, uh, my eyes tear up when I hear about this, uh, this Holocaust shit. Just reading about how he got out. Really? You know. It's all fucked up. The rhetoric that they're espousing. Holocaust's not good. No, it is not good. Holocaust's not good. These people, good people are not died good. For no reason. Yeah. In that, and you're gonna come out and say we're gonna support people who were colonized, and then you're literally gonna de facto side with the Nazis against the murder of some people. Like, how stupid, how moronic do you have to be? Like, this is just flat out racism. It's, it's they're just espousing racism. flat out racism, and it's giving a bad name for the left because they're oh talking God. about being communists. This and is shit so like that. unbelievably bad for the leftist view. For the leftist view, like, like everybody needs to come out and denounce these people. This is unbelievably which scummy. Most most people have granted. Yeah, most, of course. Most like prominent people have come out against these people because they are ridiculous. Um, mo- lots of people are saying it's the new Jamestown because it's so fucking Jonestown. Cult- Jonestown, sorry, right? Because it's so uh, fucking culty. Jonestown also in Colombia. Yeah, just a little tie that back. Um, they're original- it is so culty. It is very odd, very strange. Um. They claim that this place is going to have jobs, it's going to have healthcare for everybody, it's going all this shit. I'm just like, how are you, first of all, how are you going to create that on 200 square acres? Jobs for what? Yeah, what are you going to do? There are a bunch of kids with tents camping out in this fucking, in the desert. In the desert of Colorado. They're going to see a snake and go right back to the city, right? Like, what are they going to do? They're going to spend three or four nights out there, maybe last a month, tops. Yeah, hopefully... Because you know, if you give them your credit card information, you're not getting, you're not stopping. No, you're, you're going to have cancel to cancel your payments. Yeah, you're going to have to cancel your credit card. You have to cancel that. That's how you stop their subscription. Uh, it's it's bad. Um, they don't understand. You look at the pictures, and it's literally like the cactuses are dying because there's not enough water for them. Oh jeez. There's like there's like three. They say three uh, lake or one lake and three rivers are on the land. Uh-huh. So their only actual option is uh, fishing. Mm-hmm. First of all, the one river looks insanely hard to fish in because of <laughs> all the rocks and how fast the water's going. Oh. Uh, so that's going to be hard. Do any of these kids know how to fish? Uh, yeah. How to hunt? I think do any of them have guns? In uh, this scenario, guns are extremely necessary to survive. Yeah, you need guns. I think that they probably have guns. I would hope they would have guns, especially if you're a black nationalist. They probably will have guns. Any sort of nationalism, um, like ethno-nationalism, is bad. That's the point that I wanted to get across with this. Is. is This is not the left. You don't like ethno-states? You don't think Israel should exist? Derek just came out as anti-Israel's existence. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Because that is what it is. Israel's an ethno-state. You can still live in Israel and be not Israeli. Yeah. But it was founded... As a place for Jews to go. That was the whole purpose. After World War II? Yes. Yeah, well, that's fine. A safe haven for people. But, if they, but if they deny people based off race, 
I'm not saying I support Israel. I mean, I don't like the government of Israel. I don't like what they're doing with Palestinians. Think the government's doing some bad shit. Think Jews are good people. Um, I don't got anything against any race. No, no, you don't. You don't take that into consideration. You take uh, what you take into consideration is the actions of what they're doing. Right, their decisions. So if you kill someone, you killed someone. I shouldn't have brought up Israel because now it's like that put some iffiness in this. Yeah. Because now I'm on. Because now I'm like, oh shit. Because I thought about that and I was like, oh shit. You say Israel's an ethno state. Is it really an ethno state? Is it really an ethno state? I mean, do they discriminate people based off race? Or is it? You got less rights. Yeah, that's fair. They commit genocide. But I mean, I, I uh, full blow like we were throwing around genocide a little too much. Maybe they're they're committing. They're doing apartheid. They're committing apartheid. They're doing some. Uh, it's based off race though. Oh, it is. Yeah. So they're killing people based off race. That is genocide. Yes. Okay. Palestinians are fighting back. But are they systematically attempting to exterminate them? Which is what maybe, genocide is? Maybe not. No. That's... It's not like the Uyghur Muslims. It's not the same thing. Right. But yeah, I just wanted to bring this up because I think this is actually very important to talk about and to also criticize uh, super bad things that people supposedly on the left So here we go. Israel defines... In its basic laws, Israel defines itself as a Jewish and democratic state and the nation state of the Jewish people. That's in its basic laws. That's what it's referred to as. Okay. Like their founding laws are called the basic laws of Israel. 13 constitutional laws. It states that they are a Jewish state. That's... Uh, but is that saying... Is that... Is that not, the same as saying no white people can live here? No. It's not the same thing. Yeah. That's... So that is different. That's that's kind of like uh, England saying we're a Christian state. Did they? I don't know, but they definitely did in the past. Oh, well, that's for sure. With the right of the king and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, so there's just a bunch of black kids just chilling in the mountains that hate white people. Black and other races, but principally black. Do you know it's how many members? Do you know uh, how many members I don't know how many members are in there. Um, they, uh, the pictures that they have shown have about 15 people. <laughs> <laughs> That's and they're it? all wearing like khakis and sweaters in the desert. That's genius. And it's like, it's, what are you doing? You do it. I feel bad for him. Yeah, this dude. is not how you fight racism in America. You the, have to take down the systems, the racist systems. The systems of power. Because literally, if they wanted to, the cops could just come in. Yeah. They could literally send the police in. What arrest are you going to do? Them all. Yeah. What do you, well, no, they're not going to arrest them all. Well, no, they shouldn't. Because they're not doing anything somebody. illegal because they bought the land privately. But they could send, they're saying no police in the city. The yeah. police can just go in. Yeah. What are they going to do? You can't make your own police. They are trying fight. to, they're, they are a separatist movement and they're trying to make this their own state, which is treason. <laughs> is it not? Uh, oh. So they can't arrest is, them. That is treason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they could. You're right. They could. I don't think they will. I think it's a bit goofy if they do. Yeah. That is a bit goofy. Because this is just, just kids being like, yeah. This is Chaz. Chaz. Exactly the same. And that's not quite exactly bad, the same. Because people but. say Chaz was a commune. No, it wasn't. It stop, wasn't. Stop, please. <laughs> stop, please. You got, you got to fight the institutions that uh, inhabit the racist racism within them. The CIA. Racism, yeah. The police. No, but the CIA is good, though. They don't care about your race. That's true. That's true. They just... They, uh, they like black... Or they like a gay people, right? They just don't like uh, uh, black leaders in other nations that are seeking a third way from capitalism. They don't yeah. like that. So, yeah, you got to fight the racism, the systematic racism. And through that, you will... That's the only way you can really uh, eradicate racism. That's right. 
if you it, like it doesn't matter if like all the whole population of a nation doesn't care about race there's no racism within the people but the systems themselves are racist yeah so you're still going to have racist outcomes right it doesn't matter if redlining is still a law still allowed or if uh, gerrymandering is still allowed stuff like this it doesn't yeah. matter if the population isn't racist there the, those specific laws are racist on the books the laws are, are racist and so is the culture within some of these police uh, sorry within some of these institutions yeah they perpetuate the racism so you have to get rid of the racism within the system before you can even start with the population itself and how do you get it out of the population like what is that re-education like that's not a thing. You're going to have to wait till the racists die out. Basically, it's that's going to take it. a while. So, but the only like, way to effectively help uh, people of color is to, fight back against racism yeah. is to institutionally change the systems. Right. That's the only way. So you uh, taking all your homies <sighs> and just living in the desert is not doing anything. It's not doing anything. It's worsening your own material means. And it's making uh, the leftist movement look bad. Yeah, it's making it look really cringy. Especially, especially anarchists. Especially swear to God, anarchists, leave us alone. Leave us alone. I swear to God. I mean, leave them alone. But all the stories we had, we had another story, but it's too long. We'll, we'll wait till next time, maybe. Yeah, that one, this one can wait. So um, anyways. That's I mean, Canadian perspective. Yeah, I mean. download the podcast and follow us. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> anyways, guys. I just don't care. I mean, just uh, listen. We like having the analytics. It looks nice. Yeah, cool. I don't. I don't that was a Canadian it. perspective signing off. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That's such a shit ending. Thanks for listening, That's everybody. Such Goodbye. a shit ending. <laughs>